Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Good morning. Good morning. It's morning for me. And you know what? The sun is rising in our hearts and minds. It's dawning. (laughs) The dawn of awakening. No matter what time of day you're listening, no matter where you are in the world, because I know we have listeners all over the world, and I know that the majority of you don't listen live. You listen later. You download. And I applaud you for that. That's why we have a free archive, huge big archive of all my shows, all the episodes with Ken Wapnick, Gary Renard, David Hoffmeister, Regina Don Akers, John Mundy, Colin Tipping, Rhonda Britton, all the people, Tammy Keeve, so many episodes and uh, I also want to say thank you to all the people who comment and join in on the uh, energy of sharing the radio show at Facebook and I do invite you to join the A Course in Miracles pledge at Facebook and to make comments there we post Things there several times a day for you to be inspired by. Just a place of inspiration. And you can also download the pledge and work with it every day. Many people have written to tell me that working with the pledge on a daily basis was very transformative for them, as it certainly has been for me, which is why I love to share. So, let us right now extend love and share from the heart i'm going to say a blessing for us all so i invite you to do as i am doing and place your hand on your heart and take this holy breath as we focus our mind in love extending love to our brothers and sisters We're dedicating ourselves to the remembrance that there is only one, that there is unity, total unity, and that we are one with that one. We always have been and we always will be. So grateful to take this holy breath of love and gratitude right now and focus our minds on being the love, being the peace, not simply studying about it or reading about it in a book, but literally living the love, walking the talk, moment by moment, day by day, so that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. This is what we're interested in, truly interested in, profoundly interested in. We are grateful and thankful right now that we can choose love, that no matter how long we have felt lost, afraid, frightened, worried, doubtful, experiencing suffering and confusion, we can change our minds right now and be lifted up by the renewing of our mind. We are entitled to miracles and we're claiming them. We're claiming our miracle, our miracles. We are the miracle, and we're sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So last week, we were looking at love without conflict, and uh, so powerful, so transformative. And we're going to go a little bit deeper today, and... We're going to move towards uh, the section right after it. I love this whole part right here. Oh, my gosh. The text has been so helpful to me, just so supportive, so liberating. And, it's it, again, it's not studying it. It's studying it with the idea of really understanding it so you can apply it fully. And that's what our radio show is all about. So... 
last year we were talking uh, last year last week we were talking about love without conflict and that love requires congruency and that when we're willing to be heart and mind congruent to really live the love really walk the talk not just pay it lip service but invest our heart heart service then we have true and lasting healing and transformation and what it says in the love without conflict section is those who call truly are always answered it's my page 61 paragraph 6 and it talks about how if we are not wholehearted then we're going to experience conflict and we're going to think that that's the nature of love now what's interesting is in this section it really has the key to manifestation the key so check this out so now we're on page 62 paragraph 9 here we're in uh, chapter 4 section 3 love without conflict it says and I'm going to skip just a few things here that I really dearly love. So Jesus says to us, I will come in response to a single unequivocal call. This is grace. This is divine grace. Watch carefully and see what it is you're really asking for. So are you asking for stuff? Are you asking for your problems to be removed, the fear to be removed? Jesus tells us over and over again that that ain't going to happen because it's our thinking that is the cause. The problem is the effect. So we've got to get to the root cause and change our thinking, and that's what he helps us do. And then I love here, he says in paragraph 9, He's talking about how the ego is always thinking that it's in lack. So it's always focused on getting and not having. Getting and not having. Getting and not having. Well, that, that doesn't sound like a life well lived, does it? Going bouncing back between, forth between the two thoughts of I don't have and I need to get. Yikes. So that's, that's why there's so much lack. In paragraph 9, Jesus tells us here, In your own mind, though denied by the ego, is the declaration of your release. God has given you everything. God has given you everything, you see, but we deny it. We deny it. Because we'd rather be able to attack, hold grievances, think thoughts of revenge, rather than experience true abundance and prosperity. True abundance and prosperity is of the heart. It's of the heart. We have to live in our heart fully. To have all, give all to all. And by all to all, it means extend compassion, extend all manner of love, kindness, generosity to all, and you will have, then you will recognize that the kingdom is pre-installed, and everything will be added unto you. It says here, <clears throat> God has given you everything. This one fact means the ego does not exist. And this makes it profoundly afraid. In the ego's language, to have and to be are different. But they are identical to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows that you both have everything and are everything. I love this part. Any distinction in this respect is meaningful only when the idea of getting, which implies a lack, has already been accepted. That is why we make no distinction in having the kingdom of God and being the kingdom of God. So, this is why we must recognize we are the kingdom of God. That's what we are. We are the love of God. We are the peace of God. It's our true nature. So, we don't have to get anything. It's about revealing the blocks to experiencing it. So, it says here in paragraph 10... 
Consider how much vigilance you've been willing to exert to protect your ego and how little to protect your right mind. Who but the insane would undertake to believe what is true and then protect, sorry, what is not true and then protect this belief at the cost of truth. So again, it is about our vigilance, our our willingness to be vigilant for God. It's time for me to have a sip of my tea here. My yummy <coughs> rainforest tea. Yum, yum, yum. So, it's true. We haven't been vigilant for love. We've been vigilant for the ego, haven't we? I know I have. I mean, now I am vigilant for love. And every day, there's more purity, more clarity. Every day, I notice that through my aspiration to cultivate a pristine awareness of the truth, 100% total lockdown awareness of the truth, not believing anything else, the more I cultivate that, That's my intention. That's my aspiration. And to share the benefits with everyone because I'm one with them. The more healing I have, the more vigilant I am for love and living a life of love, walking the talk, the more I experience abundance, prosperity, wholeness, harmony, freedom, clarity, creativity, and all the good that is the kingdom, which is our true nature. And our true identity. So what I love about our teaching here is it's not rocket science. It's actually not complex at all. It's incredibly simple. Seek first the kingdom of God and all else will be added unto you. Where is the kingdom of God? It's within. Who is the king in the kingdom? You are. Love is. That's your true nature. And when we're willing to stop fighting and being vigilant for thinking that we're less than or better than or even equal to, we will recognize that we are one with. (sighs) So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart right now and just notice in your life, where is it that you feel like you're wasting time? Where is it that you feel like, oh, time is being wasted? When does that thought come up? What activities are you engaged in when that thought comes up? I know for me that I used to think that thought when I would go into comparison One of the invitations I gave to everyone a few weeks ago was for this Lent period for 40 days to give up judgment, comparison, and complaint. Give up judging, complaining, and comparing for your freedom. Giving up sugar, yeah. Giving up liquor, yeah. Those things... But giving up judging, complaining, and comparing, then you're going to have miracles. You give up sugar, miracles, uh. (laughs) not that I'm not for um, moderation in sugar. Certainly, it's the wise way for me. But giving up judgment, complaining, and comparing then we're going to have a miraculous life. Believe me, that has been the key. So you see, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. It's very simple. Giving up those three things will bring you extraordinary benefit. Extraordinary. Beyond what you can even imagine. I know because in my Finding Freedom class, my seven-week boot camp class, we focus on that. And people begin to be vigilant for that and make a commitment to that. And walking together, people have extraordinary breakthroughs that literally they, they 
are amazed that they have been struggling for 10, 20, 30 years with something, even struggling to the point of feeling suicidal, being depressed, and they have a healing in seven weeks because they are willing to do the work to shift their mind. It's true. I I don't make this stuff up. And and right now in my year-long Masterful Living class, which people are still joining it, um, in my year-long Masterful Living class, People are amazed, just amazed, because now uh, after just, I don't know, eight weeks, ten weeks, um, people are having extraordinary healing. And we've got 40-some weeks to go. Yep. So, again, you don't need me. You don't need anyone. You've got everything and everyone because you're one with everyone. (laughs) So you have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus to hold your hand. You have all of heaven to walk with you, to talk with you, to support you in liberating your mind if you're willing. So that's what this, everything I do is designed simply to support you in being willing. In fact, if you want a great support for being willing... On my Finding Freedom page, if you go there, to jenniferhadley.com forward slash Finding Freedom, or just go to jenniferhadley.com and click on Finding Freedom on the homepage there. If you go there, you will see at the top a video that I posted there last week of a Vietnam veteran. I don't know this man. I just admire him. Four-minute video there, and it is... So inspiring because he, for 15 years, didn't think that he would be able to ever walk unassisted. The doctors told him, that ain't going to happen, dude. From now on, you're going to have to walk with leg braces and arm braces and you're, that's it. They told him that at about 32 years old. You're toast, dude. And then at 47, after 15 years and gaining 140 pounds, or at least that probably, he was a couch potato. He was probably very depressed and downhearted. But the spark of his divinity within him challenged him to try. So he decided to try yoga. And yoga teachers turned him down. They didn't want to work with him because they thought he was beyond hope. But he didn't. And he found someone to work with him. And he had a miraculous transformation in 10 months. If you watch this four-minute video, you'll be so inspired. It's on the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com. And it's time for me to take a break. So you can go there now. You can also sign up for some of my free downloads, jenniferhadley.com. And... You're listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. We are back. So we're talking about saving time, avoiding suffering. Now, A Course in Miracles tells us over and over again that these practices that were given in the workbook, the teaching, which really, like I said, is very simple. To me, if you boil... All of A Course in Miracles down, it is telling you, seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you, including your liberation, your awakening, your enlightenment, your atonement. That to me is what it's saying. So the kingdom is within, the treasure is within. And it says here, if at the beginning of the section four, chapter four, it's called This Need Not Be. If you cannot hear the voice for God, it is because you do not choose to listen. 
I can't tell you how many times people, just in a given week, people will say, I don't feel like I can really hear my intuition. I don't feel like I can hear the voice for God. And it says here, plain as day, it's because you do not choose to listen. So why would we not choose to listen? I I think that the voice of intuition is always reminding us to choose love, to choose patience, to choose kindness, to choose generosity. And here I am, I'm teaching science of mind, new thought, course in miracles, and I still get emails from people who are mad at me because the widget didn't work on my website or they're angry because they didn't get the email and they don't know that it went to their spam folder. They don't even know they have a spam folder. So they're they're upset and they don't even though they study a course in miracles, they still think they're upset because of the circumstances of their life. They don't understand that they're upset because they're choosing to think thoughts of attack and to hold grievances. They're feeling experiences of lack, lack of abundance, lack of prosperity, lack of harmony, lack of balance, lack of healing, and they don't recognize that it's because they're choosing to hold on to grievances, thoughts of lack and attack. And they think that God is not there for them. But it really is is that God is fully there for them, but they have blocked God out. How have they done that? Through identifying with the ego. Identifying with the thought system of separation. But the truth of the matter is, we will never be the ego. No matter how identified you are with the small self, with the selfish self, You'll never be that. You'll never be that. In fact, I did a free class uh, just the other day called Roto-Rooter That Resistance and Reluctance because what I noticed in myself for many years, I went from a place of feeling um, blocked, shut down, unwilling to really live the love and walk the talk And then when I moved into a greater willingness, I started to notice this resistance and reluctance was so intense. I knew how to choose love, and so often I didn't. So often I would say, the heck with that. I'm mad at them. They're stupid. And I would reinforce the judgments, the comparisons, the complaints. I would actively choose to place my thought, my attention, my energy, my spiritual investment in the thoughts of lack and attack, even though I knew better and I said all the time, I'm more interested in love. I'm interested in my spiritual unfoldment, my divinity, my awakening. My thoughts and actions did not prove that to be true. My heart and my mind were not congruent. And by the way, I'm doing a, a free call on Saturday. It's a preview class for my Finding Freedom class, my seven-week boot camp, which starts March 21st, first day of spring. So uh, I'm doing that free class. You can register for it on the Finding Freedom page. And if you, as with all my free classes, if or all my classes, if you can't be there live, and now I'm live streaming a lot of the time. Yay! So you can watch me on video <laughs> if you like that kind of thing. I like it. It's fun. Um, and uh, you can always get the download. Like even with the radio show, it's live now, but you can get the download. And I think the downloads are available. I'm a big fan of downloads. I, uh, I'm i an iPhone, Apple girl, so uh haven't gotten an iPad yet. Uh, and uh, it's not been in my budget yet, but uh, I have a iPhone and uh, iPod, and I use them to listen to downloads. I love them. So anyway, once I was willing to be more vigilant, I noticed how reluctant and resistant I was, and I didn't notice it before then because I was just unwilling. 
So the more willing you become, the more you will actually notice your resistance and your reluctance. So if you feel extremely resistant and reluctant, just know you are waking up. You are having a shift in the resistance and the reluctance is proof positive that your willingness is increasing. Because now you're more aware when you're not willing. I hope that makes sense to you. So we can save time and avoid suffering through cultivating our willingness. The fastest way I know to actively cultivate the willingness and to wake up from the dream of separation, to end suffering and save time, the fastest way I know is to actively choose to identify with your true self, your true identity, which is the Holy Spirit, the higher self, the Holy Self. You're not separate from the Holy Self, and you're not separate from Jesus either. We're one with them, not even equal to, but one with. So this is the thing that we're cultivating the remembrance of. It's already true. Now it's our job to value that and be vigilant for that in order to remember it. So remember, if you cannot hear the voice for God, it's because you do not choose to listen. So what I have learned to do is to wake up every day and go to sleep every night saying, I choose to identify with my true self. I choose to identify with the Holy Spirit, with my real identity. I place the Holy Spirit in charge. I am that I am. I am that I am. The I am presence is our true identity. Nothing is broken. Nothing is challenging. Nothing is difficult for the I am presence. The truth is known. When we fully remember and identify with the higher Holy Spirit self, the I am presence, we will know our divinity. We will be able to see through all directions of time and space, and then we will know what everything is for. Everything is for our learning. Everything is for our benefit. Everything is for our waking up and remembering the truth of our being. So when we are willing to be willing to identify with the higher self and start to catch when we're identified with the lower self, then we're going to have, it's like rocket fuel. It's like jet fuel. It really, really is. So this is the opportunity that we have to practice every single day, remembering the truth that sets us free. How cool is that? How cool is that? Mm, So good. So. Now. You'll notice that every time you feel upset, you're starting to suffer, that you've identified with the ego. So then there's your opportunity to course correct. You see, it's not rocket science. So if you're starting to feel upset, you can say, oh, I must have slipped into identification with the ego. I'm going to remember I am that I am. I'm going to call upon my elder brother, Jesus Help me remember my true identity. I'm interested in seeking the kingdom first and having everything else being added unto me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna simply do that, that practice. Every time I'm upset, oops, I must have identified with the ego, the selfish self, the small self, the separate self, which is an illusion. The truth has so much power. Because it's true. The truth is real. The truth is timeless. The truth is eternal. The truth is always going to be a healing balm to us. So we must value that. If you cannot hear the voice for God, it is because you do not choose to listen. Why would you not choose to listen? Because you don't value it. Instead, we place a value on our opinions, our judgments, our complaints, 
our comparisons, the right to take offense, to think the thoughts of lack and attack. So it says here, if you cannot hear the voice for God, it is because you do not choose to listen. And this is chapter 4, section 4. That you do listen to the voice of your ego is demonstrated by your attitudes, your feelings, and your behavior. Yet, this is what you want. This is what you're fighting to keep. And this is what you're vigilant to serve. So, everybody is vigilant. Are you vigilant for the ego? Are you vigilant for love, for your true self. Now, here's the thing. I've heard so many spiritual seekers say what I used to say myself was, it's so hard to be compassionate and loving sometimes. It's so hard. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? We we can understand why it's so hard. <clears throat> it's because, only because we're identified with the ego. We believe that we're separate. We're believe, we believe that we're in limitation and we're in lack. And we value our opinions and judgments. But the truth of the matter is, they're not even our opinions and judgments. They belong to the ego. And we are not that. So you see, if we can become vigilant for our true identity, if you can really think of yourself... like a being that you are responsible for. So if you begin to think of yourself as your higher self, begin to identify with yourself as the higher self, and you think of yourself as being a spiritual being facilitating a human experience, then you will have a different experience. So instead of fighting to keep your opinions and judgments, you're simply, gracefully, peacefully, vigilant for love. How can I choose love in this moment? What is the highest and best choice? You'll begin to hear the voice for God because you are choosing to listen. It says here, Your mind is filled with schemes to save the face of your ego, and you do not seek the face of Christ. The glass in which the ego seeks to see its face is dark indeed. How can it maintain the trick of its existence except with mirrors? But where you look to find yourself is up to you. So everything in our human experience is mirroring back to us our thinking. We experience the effect of our thinking. Cause and effect. Cause and effect is our savior. Because of cause and effect, we can escape this world of suffering. Because of the law of cause and effect, we can save time. So when we choose to be vigilant for our own holiness, we will begin to save time at the most rapid rates. So for instance... I got an email today this morning from someone who is a teacher and uh, they got in a terrible car accident over the weekend and they're all shook up about it. Things like that happen to get our attention. It's, it's when there's an accident like that, a car accident, you're brought up short, you break a leg, something like that. It's basically your higher Holy Spirit self is creating the circumstances for you to stop, look, and listen, to go within, to value that which is truly valuable. You're going too fast. Your mind is not paying attention. You've got the ego driving the bus. Put the Christ presence in charge. The Christ presence is your true identity. The only reason you might not think, ah, let's put the Christ presence in charge, is because you think you're not that, because you're identified with the ego. And if you're identified with the ego, you're going to think that living a profoundly dedicated, vigilant, spiritual life is going to cause you to give up things you value. 
you only think that thought if you're identified with the ego. But the Spirit is constantly telling you, seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. And the reason why I cannot be silent and why I feel so inspired to share all the time is because the more I practice this, the more I find it to be true. I used to constantly be worried about finances and experiencing lack and limitation everywhere I went. Why? Because I was identified with the ego. The more I identify with my true self, the Christ presence, the more I notice that things are not limited. There is no lack. And I can say that even as a minister who actually depends upon tithes. I depend upon tithes to pay my bills. I don't know where they're going to come from in terms of who is going to send me, what they're going to send me, or when they're going to send it to me. I place my faith in God. But I couldn't do that until I was willing to identify with the Christ presence as my true nature and my true being and to begin to... Be willing to be vigilant for God. So it didn't happen overnight. I mean, I wasn't like Saul turned into Paul, hit by a a lightning bolt, you know, Jesus appearing in my bedroom, ta-da, and being transformed. That didn't happen to me. And I think the very reason that none of that has ever happened to me is so that I will place my trust and faith without any of that. And I can teach people who are not experiencing uh, Jesus appearing in their living room, hovering over their bed and things like that, that they can still have trust and faith like I did. So we hold each other's hands, we walk together, and we find freedom in our hearts and in our minds, and that's the only place that it is, and it's already there, it's pre-installed. You are the kingdom of God. And when you're willing to just say, I'm willing to live as my higher self, everything else will be added unto you. So I'm inviting you to go to jenniferhadley.com. Check out all the free stuff there. We're going to a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to Living A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we are walking the talk and we are living the love simply because we can. I'll be right back. You have a coach in your corner. A life coach, that is. Like a coach in sports, a life coach can help you set clear goals and develop the confidence and tools you need to achieve them. Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesdays at 3 p.m. for Vibrant Living on Unity Online Radio. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to help make your life more focused, more meaningful, and more vibrant. Do you have a specific issue or topic you'd like to discuss with Coach Carla? Call in toll-free Tuesdays at 3 p.m. during Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Making this transformation of identification with the ego to identification with our true self, which is the Christ presence, is, uh, of course, our willingness, but it's also our motivation. So what I have experienced in my life, what I've learned about myself is I don't do anything without motivation. I don't make a cup of coffee. I don't eat a piece of toast. I don't get dressed in the morning without motivation. And there are so many things that we do all day long. And some of them are really intense and difficult. Like if you think about just some of the stuff that you probably do on a daily basis, like uh, getting the kids off to school, getting the lunches made, making sure they make their buses, or getting the kids to the soccer practice, and, and uh, whatever it is you do at work, and all the different things you do, it's like... Holy moly, that's a lot of really complex stuff that you manage to do. Why do you do it? Because you're motivated by the benefits of doing it. And I know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I will go through some paces just to get, you know, some frozen yogurt or a cup of coffee or something, right? Because I'm motivated. This is what I'd like to have right now. (laughs) So we can cultivate that same motivation for our spiritual awakening, for our spiritual practice. We can do this. And that is why I offer so many free things and so many opportunities to connect in and to find, discover, experience motivation. So, As I said before, I'm really inviting you to go to uh, my Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com. You can go to jenniferhadley.com, the homepage, click through to Finding Freedom. On that page there, I've posted this video that I was mentioning before, this Gulf War vet who uh, was a paratrooper, and he uh, the doctors told him he'd never be able to walk unassisted again. Leg braces and those kinds of canes that are arm brace type. And over 15 years, he gained a lot of excess weight. And everybody told him, you know, it's hopeless. Can you imagine doctors telling him it's hopeless? Yoga teachers telling him they can't help him. But he had reached a point of suffering where he was so tired of suffering, he was willing to believe. He was willing to believe something was possible for him. He had to try. He couldn't just sit on the couch anymore. So at 47 years old, right? Because the doctors told him when he was 32 years old, it, oh, it's over for you, kid. At 47 years old, having gained all this weight, lost all this mobility. He says, I'm not giving up. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do something different. And I think yoga is the way. And he actually, after being turned down by many yoga teachers, found one who said, basically, dude, I don't, I don't know how to help you, but I'm willing. They both had willingness. They were the two or more who are gathered. And bit by bit, this man, his name is Arthur, got his life back. He got his body back. And by the end of 10 months, he had dropped 140 pounds and he's running. He's running unassisted. Amazing. You see, and this, this, yes, it's about yoga. Yes, it's about diet, exercise. But it's about being the two or more who are gathered, who are willing and motivated. So Arthur was miserable. 
You know, he just looks miserable in the beginning of this video. It's a four-minute video. It's there on my Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com. I'm watching it every day for my motivation. Because I'm telling you, he's just, and I'm really, I'm asking people to share, particularly with veterans. If you think that you're beyond hope, forget it. This guy, he rocked it out. No matter where you are, it's about your mind. All healing is at the level of the mind. So in this section, it's called This Need Need Not Be. Chapter 4, Section 4 in the text. It says, If you cannot hear the voice for God, it's because you do not choose to listen. The ego is what you're fighting to keep and what you are vigilant to serve, to save. The glass in which the ego seeks to see its face is dark indeed. How can it maintain the trick of its existence except with mirrors? But where you look to find yourself is up to you. Let us look to the spirit. Oh, there's a little bird on right on my windowsill. <laughs> I feel like Snow White. Um, <laughs> uh, it says here, I've said that you cannot change your mind by changing your behavior. But I have also said, and many times, that you can change your mind. So it's not just about changing your behavior. Do not start there. Recognize that every time you're not feeling harmonious and peaceful, expansive, generous, kind, just fabulous. It's because you're identified with the ego and you can change your mind. You can change your identification. Fastest way I know to shift the identification, to put an end to suffering, to save time invested in suffering is when you notice your suffering, you say higher self, holy self, holy spirit, Jesus the Christ, help me Remember my true identity. I'm not willing to live my life as the ego. I am interested in remembering that I am that I am. And to walk and live and identify as the Christ presence. Help me now. And that's what I call partnering up. I call upon Mother Mary. I call upon Kuan Yin. I call upon Buddha and Krishna and Mohammed and all the great beings who walk this earth and have gone before us and discovered the truth that sets us free. They know I walk assisted. I recognize now that suffering is optional. And so what I notice is that generally, Things go pretty well for me. And when things are challenging or difficult, it's usually in such a mundane way. Like, I can't get the live stream to work. Or my phone is not working properly. Or uh, the email went to spam. Which, believe me, is not so bad compared to being in a car crash. Or bankruptcy. So, but here's the thing, to the ego, it's, there's just an endless stream of things that cause suffering. To the spirit, none of it is real. And there is no need to suffer whatsoever. Suffering is totally optional. So it says here in paragraph two of this section, it's my page 63 in the text. When your mood tells you that you have chosen wrongly, And this is so, whenever you are not joyous, then no, this need not be. In every case, you have thought wrongly about some brother God created and are perceiving images your ego makes in a darkened glass. So that's the judgments. Whether you're judging yourself or someone else, it doesn't matter. Whether you're complaining about yourself or someone else, it doesn't matter. Whether you're comparing yourself (coughs) to someone who's more successful or less successful, it does not matter because all of that is the ways in which we identify with the ego. 
It says, think honestly what you have thought that God would not have thought and what you have not thought that God would have you think. Search sincerely for what you have done and left undone accordingly and then change your mind to think with God's. This may seem hard to do, but it is much easier than trying to think against it. Your mind is one with God's. And then a little later, when you are sad, no, this need not be. Depression comes from a sense of being deprived of something you want and do not have. Remember that you are deprived of nothing except by your own decisions and then decide otherwise. Until you change your mind about those whom your ego has hurt, the atonement cannot release you. So... Oh, so good. I love this section. If you're interested in having a partner to walk this road with and you think that it might be me, I invite you to consider taking my Finding Freedom class. We start March 21st, first day of spring. We are going to do some spring cleaning. We're going to clean out the thinking that no longer serves us and keeps us a slave to the thoughts of lack and attack. If we're thinking the thoughts of lack and attack, what are we going to experience? Lack and limitation. Of course we are. So the judger always feels judged. The attacker always feels tacked. The lover always feels beloved. You choose You choose whom you will serve this day. If you serve the ego, you will always be wasting time and suffering. And when you choose to identify with your true self, the holy self, the higher self, you'll always be saving time and eliminating suffering. It's really very, very simple. So my Finding Freedom 7-Week Spiritual Boot Camp class starts on March 21st. I'm telling you, I have yet to ever have one person who did the work not tell me they were having miraculous healing. So these are the things that I did that profoundly changed my life and ended my suffering. This is what I did. This is what I share. It comes with a nearly 400-page workbook. You just do the steps with me. I hold your hand. I walk you through it. I've got videos for you. We've got all these videos. You watch the videos. You listen to the classes. The classes, now I'm live streaming them live every week. You can ask me questions. We have a chat group. You ask questions in there. You connect with other people. It really is amazing, healing, and miraculous. And because... I know it's so powerful, and I know the ego is always convincing us we don't have enough. Two things. I offer payment plan. You can set up your own payment plan, or you can choose mine. And you also have a money-back guarantee. How cool is that? Finding Freedom at JenniferHadley.com. So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart. And take this breath with me and let us recognize that we're choosing to live as the Christ presence and to extend that healing and that benefit to everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Woo! Thank you so much. I love you. Have a great rest of the week and I'll see you soon.